0: Thank mm-hmm. I'm John DiLiberto and you're hearing the Echoes podcast. Today I've got two great features for you. First up is Tycho, that's the recording project of Scott Hansen. Tycho has created a dominant sound in the last decade that you can hear all over the place and recognize instantly. But he's gone in a new direction on his new album called Weather, and it may be a big change for his fans.
1: There's been critics of every record for one reason or another, you know, Dive. Everyone was like, "What the hell is this?" And then everybody was cool with it. And then Awake came out, and they're like, "Why is what's all these guitars all about?" And then Epoch came out, and they're like, "Why is it so electronic? Where's the guitars?"
0: That's Scott Hansen from Tyco. Then we're going to hear a flashback: 50 to Pentangle's Basket of Light, a seminal album of world fusion and new acoustic music, and just one of the most beautiful recordings ever. from Basket of Light. That's all ahead, but before we get to that, I want to let you know that we're celebrating Echo's 30th anniversary. We've been bringing you chilled music and great interviews like this for three decades now. And at this moment, for a limited time, a $30 donation gets you a limited edition Echo's 30th anniversary t-shirt which looks very cool. It's black with blue lettering and the Echoes logo. Go to echoes.org to pick it up right now. And now let's hear about Tycho's New Direction. Tycho is one of those artists who you hear everywhere. Over the course of five albums, Scott Hansen, who is Tycho, has built a reputation for evocative, atmospheric, but driving electronic music. You can hear Tycho on ads for PS4 video games, Cricket Wireless, Adult Swim, and the TV series Lethal Weapon and Suits. Tycho's music is all over NPR as bumpers between news stories. the latest Tycho recording, a follow-up to his highly successful release, epic he wanted to make a change. I wanted there to be something new about this record and have it feel like something different, like a break point, because Epoch for me was the end of, of that era. On Weather, Hanson makes a dramatic jump, adding lyric vocals for the first time.
2: oh baby breathe now roll down the window no conversation no conversation oh feel the breeze now roll down the window don't complicate it complicate it
1: incorporating vocals has been something that i've always been interested in doing and uh Took a long time to get to the point where I felt like I had the skills as a producer uh, to really like incorporate that element in the right way just because it's, it's so different from recording synthesizers and drum machines and stuff and, and then even you know moving to acoustic instruments was like the slow progression and then finally I met Hannah just like right at the right time during the recording of the record and uh, it all just kind of came together.
0: Hannah is Hannah Cottrell, a singer currently living in San Francisco and performing under the moniker Saint Sinner. Sitting with Scott Hansen in the dressing room of the Franklin Music Hall in Philadelphia, she says she was already a fan.
3: Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan. Coastal Break, I listened to when I was like 15, and that was a big song for me. I think he's a genius and so when mutual friend told me they were like oh do you know Tycho?" i was like well yes i do of course <laughs> so really good really good stuff yeah.
0: they were introduced by that mutual friend and Hanson invited her down to his home studio in los angeles to see if their sounds would mesh the second she came over like we recorded
1: the first couple songs the first day and it was just like oh that's it that's the voice like easy if it doesn't work
2: the first time don't stress don't stress If it doesn't make you feel right, don't guess, don't guess, cause we're too young, too young, some of us already gone, yeah. Feel the rain and the sunshine, no stress, no stress.
0: Cottrell didn't change anything about her vocals.
3: No, that's just how I sing. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of breath and there's a lot of control in terms of how much breath comes out and it's yeah it's actually a very interesting way of singing so yeah it is yeah it's
0: cool you can hear that on some of her own singles such as i like you
3: i like you
2: i have
4: found and
2: now it seems to be so flattered
0: St. Sinner's trancy, repetitive style of songcraft fit in with Tycho's own approach. He heard a kindred spirit in her voice.
1: The texture and the 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 timbre, you know, just like the, it felt to me like an element that I would gravitate towards in an instrument you know like i don't know there, there's something textural to it that's really unique and really for me fits really well with the music i think a lot of the stuff that i end up making is really warm and round and kind of mid-rangey and it actually becomes a problem there's all of these elements that build up in that range and it's hard to like visualize what that means until i heard her voice and then it was just like this missing layer of the whole picture just like immediately came into focus
0: the vocals ended up being more than a novel element they became the foundation of the
1: album. Once I connected with Hannah and her voice, it worked so well with the record and it, and it became like this thing where it's like, okay, this is what I, I want to build the record around this as opposed to, I want to add this to the record. So it definitely became the focal point and kind of the concept of the record.
2: Came home from Japan On your own when you landed I don't know how it happened You got me spinning around for you To tell you the truth So you can say I didn't want you
0: Anna Cottrell's hair is shaved with fades on both sides and her futuristic white outfit wouldn't look out of place in a cyberpunk movie. Her stage name as Saint Center, signifies the ambiguities of her personality gender and sexuality.
3: Yeah well it's a balance of two things and in terms of my attractions in terms of my inner self I feel very balanced between masculine and feminine which is an interesting road and a very beautiful one but hard at times so It's just a balance of our good side and our courageous side. And I was raised religious, and so it's kind of like, I'm really good at being a sinner to a lot of people, and I'm good at being saint to other people. But for me, it's just like learning how to balance these two, maybe, personalities in me. (laughs) I sound like a psychopath, probably. But you know what I mean? It's just finding balance of all these different parts of yourself that you are. Yeah,
0: That fluidity finds voice in her lyrics for the song, Pink and Blue.
3: Oh, pink and blue. and blue was i definitely like cried while writing that song and then you know it was over and you make it and it's great but it was an exploration of who i am it's interesting because i don't think it's anybody's business like people's sexual preference but i think we live in an era where everyone's talking about it so for me i grew up really religious which is also a concept for the name saint Center. and i discovered that i really loved women and they're very beautiful and i wanted to be intimate with them and then i kind of you know jumped from one side to the other side and then I was like, oh wait, I like, you know, I'm just very fluid and I love love. And so this song was kind of like pink and blue to put it just into a color palette and to make it poetic and beautiful. So it was just kind of a song for me that was like, I've tried all these things and I just realized that I'm okay with love in whatever form it comes in my life, you know?
0: Scott Hansen believes Saint Sinner brought in something essential that had been missing in his music—the human element.
1: That's a good way to put it. It's a human element. I always have problems with like human interaction and connections, so like that's what I use. You know, I use music and art as as like an escape and like a way to like describe these spaces that are like separated or divorced from humanity or the earthly experience that's the beauty is, is she grounded it with a human voice and i think that was something that was missing for a long time i think there's something beautiful about the other stuff but i think there's something beautiful about this it's just another perspective on the whole thing
0: Tycho is going where other bands have gone before in electronic pop he was inspired by groups like air zero seven and cinematic orchestra but he knew when he went into dream pop terrain some criticism would be coming his way
1: there's been critics of every record for one reason or another you know dive everyone was like what the hell is this and then everybody was cool with it and then awake came out and they're like what's all these guitars all about and then epoch came out and they're like why is it so electronic where's the guitars and now vocals and they're like why is there you know whatever it's like every record takes i think people i mean there's some people are just never gonna like any of those records i mean some people still only talk about past prologue but um i think sometimes you know it just takes a while for people to like accept new ideas and then then they wrap their heads around it
0: You can wrap your head around Tycho's new album Weather from Mom & Pop Records. Our feature with Tyco was produced by Echo's Jeff Town. You can get a hold of Tyco's weather by going to our website. It'll be in the posting for this podcast. And now, a flashback 50 to Pentangle's Basket of Light. We think of 1969 as the year that psychedelic music crested and progressive rock began. But something else happened that year as well. A signature work of new acoustic music and world fusion was released with a third album by Pentangle called Basket of Light. Pentangle and the musicians in it would influence a generation of artists including Wyndham Hill founder and guitarist Will Ackerman and all the guitarists in the Wyndham Hill family like Alex Degrassi. You can hear the influence further in the music of Lorena McKennett, Olivia Chaney and Miranda Lee Richards who also sing the group's praises today. Olivia Chaney remembers Pentangle guitarist Bert Janch.
3: Actually Bert Janch, their guitar style to me is like really inventive and iconic and actually kind of a bit like Stravinsky and like it has a really sparse kind of angularity to it so when I started teaching myself Bert Jansch guitar parts I was like whoa this is like really kind of it's like playing three parts in one go it's probably why I write such crazily difficult guitar parts myself now I blame Bert Jansch <laughs>
0: Pentangle emerged at a time when bands like Faircore Convention, Steel Eye Span, and the incredible String Band were updating English folk music with rock modalities. Pentangle was a little different. Their folk music was put through a prism of jazz and world music. They started with virtuoso guitarists John Remborn and Bert Jansch. They had already been working as a duo, releasing albums of jazzed-up traditional English folk music. Remborn was also playing in a duo with singer Jackie McShee, a powerful soprano who was the quintessential English blonde folk singer. They stole two of England's best musicians from British bluesman Alexis Corner, double bass player Danny Thompson, and percussionist Terry Cox. I interviewed John Remborn in 1999, and he remembered their first sessions in a basement club called Cousins
5: in 1967. The general idea was that in that club and in those days, you were obliged to play more or less all night. There was a Saturday night thing that went on and people would be half asleep in the back usually and sleeping it off. And we used to improvise as much as we could. So at the beginning of the pentangle, you know, we had a repertoire that was just thrown together very, very rapidly. And naturally it consisted of a blend of British folk music that me and Bert knew and Jackie knew. And, you know, some blues that we all could kind of play along with that Danny and Terry were familiar with, and some more jazz tinged things that came, you know, partly from Danny and Terry from their jazz background, partly from me and Bert listening to Charlie Mingus and so on. So it was a big melting pot, but it wasn't an ambitious band, and it only later on got to the stage where we were taken taken out of the basement and put on the road and put in the studio. In
0: 1968 they released not one but two albums, one of them a double of their new take on folk traditions.
5: Come
0: It was their 1969 release of Basket of Light, released on Transatlantic Records, where the band cemented their reputation and also reached their most popular acclaim. It is a nearly perfect album of radically adapted traditional songs and originals. Among the originals was the opening track, Light Flight, an eastern tinge a jazz-oriented piece. It was a hit in England due to its use as a theme song for a TV show called Take Three Girls. You can hear the influence of this song alone on all manner of musicians, from John McLaughlin and his acoustic work, to groups like Montreux and Ancient Future. Jackie McShee is featured on the ballad, Once I Had a Sweetheart, which is given a modernist approach, with McShee doubling herself on vocal harmonies, Terry Cox playing glockenspiel, and Remborn doubling on sitar. What do I- Bourne says the sitar in the group was
5: something of an accident. Alexis phoned Bert and myself up one day and said, Boys, I have an instrument here that I want to sell you. And it's called a sitar. And this was before the sitar was a big craze, you know, before the Beatles and even before Ravi Shankar had arrived in England. So this guy showed up at the door with a sitar, me and Bert bought it for very little money, and maybe it was a stolen one, but we never asked. And after that, we plunked around on it, and we found that it worked very nicely in tandem with some of the British folk jeans. In fact, it worked very nicely with five-string banjo, which was, a, I guess, a first in musical history, you know, five-string mounted banjo and sitar. Those two are very compatible.
0: That combination is found on the last track from Basket of Light, House Carpenter.
4: You keep me sorry. Well, I had seven chicks, they will serve me at long, and they at your command shall be.
0: Among the sounds the group explored was Gregorian chant. Both Janch and Remborn were singers, albeit of a rougher variety than the pure soprano of McShee, but they harmonized beautifully with her on Like Wake Dirge, an adaptation of an early English poem. The incarnation of Pentangle would go on to record three more excellent albums Cruel Sister, Reflection, and in 1971, their final release, Solomon's Seal. The group would reconfigure, reform, and branch out in different arrangements over the years. They made some wonderful music, but none attained the height and influence of their first six albums, and especially their high watermark, Basket of Light. Bert Jansch passed away in 2011, and Remborn followed in 2015. McShee has been performing as Jackie McShee's Pentangle. Jerry Cox is reportedly in Mallorca, and Danny Thompson remains the most highly regarded bassist in England, playing with literally everybody, including T Rex, Talk Talk, David Rapamal, Rod Stewart, Kate Bush, Lorena McKennett, and on to anybody who wants his soulful bass sound. The members of Pentangle all got to experience the band's long-lasting
5: influence. And it's really been a delight for me to see the way that this so-called acoustic music has spread and how strong it is and how great the young players are that are coming up and how fertile the ideas are and how strong the tradition has been drawn upon. So that's been like an enormous development and there have been sort of chains that have gone on, especially in the guitar world, into the new age. I mean, if I hear Alex de playing now, I'm just... Totally taken by his playing and his ideas, and to find that I've been part of that is for me is very gratifying.
0: Entangles Basket of Light in a Flashback 50, released on October 3rd, 1969. Bentangle's Basket of Light is still in print, and if you want to get a hold of it, I will have a link there for you on the Echoes website. You also check out their other uh, first six albums. Really wonderful recordings. Next week on the Echoes podcast, it's another Flashback 50. This time the King Crimson's debut album in the court of the Crimson King. It will have comments from Robert Fripp, Bill Bruford, Maya Beiser, Banco de Gaia, and more. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for dialing up the ECHOES podcast. Don't forget to donate at ECHOES.org. That's ECHOES, E-C-H-O-E-S, dot org, O-R-G. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or online right now on ECHOES.